Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, February 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the public defender system in Missouri has struggled with high caseloads for years, but its new director says lawmakers are listening to what her attorneys need. I think they are more than happy to provide the resources if they can figure out where to take those resources from to give them to us. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman sits down with Mary Fox. We'll have that in just a few minutes. First, the headlines. Anti-violence advocates are again calling for an end to gun violence in the St. Louis region. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, community leaders led marches for peace yesterday just around the same time that a woman was shot and killed at the Maryland Heights Community Center. Business owners, clergy members, and anti-violence advocates in St. Louis and East St. Louis urged people on both sides of the river to help stop a string of fatal shootings. Activists and protesters marched down Martin Luther King Drive in both cities, insisting that local leaders and residents help bring an end to gun violence. Members of Better Family Life and other community groups helped organize the demonstrations. James Clark is a co-coordinator of the marches. The state of Missouri leads in African Americans killing African Americans between St. Louis and Kansas City. So we knew that it was the right thing to do. We knew that it was the right call and it's at the right time. The protest comes days after a six-year-old boy was shot and killed in North St. Louis. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. And a bit more about that shooting yesterday in Maryland Heights. Police have a suspect in custody. A woman was killed last night at the Maryland Heights Community Center. And more details are expected to be released today when Maryland Heights police hold another news conference. The St. Louis County Health Department is offering a free overdose antidote at its health center in Berkeley and at community centers such as the Salvation Army. Naloxone is a medicine that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose. It's most often used in the form of a nasal spray. Jamarcus Smith is the Director of Rehabilitation Services at the Salvation Army. He says in the past, staff members have waited for emergency personnel to revive people from an overdose. Having naloxone on hand can save time and lives. If you do know someone that's struggling um, but yet not ready to come in, it's probably best to just stop on by and pick up a packet to be able to help them just in case of an emergency. The health department will also teach people how to use the spray. Those seeking naloxone will not have to provide identification. Webster Groves Elementary Schools will be less crowded under a redistricting plan being considered by the school board. As St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports, parents are giving this plan lukewarm approval. Given School in the northwest part of the district would no longer be a magnet school and sixth grade center. Instead, Givens will be converted to a regular elementary school. Parent Joel Bingaman says he's worried the estimated 30% student poverty rate that Givens would have as a neighborhood school may cause an economic slowdown. And the value of that area is, is improving dramatically. And I'm afraid that if we don't address this properly and we, we come up with a solution that sort of works, that that construction might stop. In the thousands of comments in a parent survey, many said the district's poverty should not be concentrated at one school. Other parents worried about their students having to cross busy streets. The school board is expected to vote on the plan March 9th. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. 
Thanks for listening to The Gateway. We'd like to get to know you better. Specifically, we are curious about what you like or don't like about this podcast and what you might like to see us improve. We have created an online survey. It will take only about three minutes to fill it out. It's at gateway.show. That's gateway.show. Your participation will go a long way toward helping us make The Gateway your source for regional news. After spending nearly 15 years in courtrooms as the lead public defender in the city of St. Louis, Mary Fox has a new job. The University City native was named the head of the state's public defender system last month. She oversees nearly 400 attorneys who represent indigent individuals at trial and during the appeals process. Fox did not hesitate in telling St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman about the system's biggest challenge. Caseload. We have too many cases for the number of attorneys that we have. Caseloads have been an ongoing issue for the Missouri State Public Defender System. What's the solution to it? There's a couple of solutions. I mean, the easy solution is to reduce the cases. Um, The other easy solution is to provide more resources, or there's a combination of the two. How do you get lawmakers to listen to give you the additional funding? I think the legislators are listening. They, They have asked good questions. They want to know how we are going to spend the money. I think they are more than happy to provide the resources if they can figure out where to take those resources from to give them to us. I think you have to take a look at what has happened in the past few years to see that they are listening. This year, we started Children's Defense Team, which are specialized attorneys to handle juvenile cases. That is a direct result of the lawmakers giving us the funding. And the lawmakers also authorized raises for our attorneys, which helps with the retention of our attorneys, which helps with the ability to handle additional cases. There have been former prosecutors, judges who have said the public defender, it's just a poorly managed bureaucracy. Are they right on some level? No, they are not right. What I see is five attorneys supervising almost 400 attorneys. That is an efficient operation. We handle cases in system for $475 per case in our trial office. That is an efficient system. It is a very well-run state office. So that is not the issue. The issue is that over the years, caseloads increased and staffing did not increase to keep up with that caseload increase. How much of what the governor has recommended in his fiscal 2021 budget for the public defender's office, how far off of fully funded is that, what you would consider fully funded? We are approximately 300 attorneys short of what we need. So that is a significant amount of money. We only asked for six additional attorneys this year. That's um, a small number of what we need, but every additional attorney would help. I want to go back to the first part of the equation you brought up in terms of dealing with caseload issues, and that is getting fewer cases into the system. Are you beginning to see that happen? Yes. um, In St. Louis City, which is the office I'm most familiar with, because that's where I've been for the last 13 years, the number of cases being issued decreased steadily since in the time that I was there. When I started in 2007, there were, I think, about 7,000 cases issued per year. When Jennifer Joyce was in office until 2016, those case numbers went down every year. Uh, Since Kim Gardner has taken office, it's been consistent. It's not been a significantly different change in case numbers, but it has decreased at the same rate that it was decreasing under Jennifer Joyce. 
Wesley Bell, I think, is um, moving in the same direction. Do you expect that trend to spread to the rest of the state? If the community remains safe, if they can show that by not prosecuting certain cases, by using diversion courts or even restorative justice, that the community remains safe, then yes, I think other prosecutors would be willing to join that movement. In January 2021, after you finish about a year in office, how would you define success at that point? Obviously, by having more staff in place would be the biggest success for the system. The more bodies that we have in the trial offices in particular, if we can get enough folks in there so that we're not putting cases on wait lists, then I think it will help the court system move more efficiently and expeditiously. And it will allow folks to have the speedy trial rights that they are entitled to. That was St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman speaking with Mary Fox, who is the new head of Missouri's public defender system. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.